hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two films up for review this week. They are both available sort of on demand in home. You do have to pay for them, so just be aware of that. The first is The Courier, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. It's a Cold War set spy story. And the second is a film called Land. It stars Robin Wright. It is her directorial debut. It's about a woman who uh, sort of goes out into nature and is dealing with grief and issues. So without further ado, here's We're Watching What? First up, I have a film called The Courier. It is a Cold War-based story. It's based on a true story. It's about how the British government and actually the CIA convinced this sort of average, everyday British salesman, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, to become a transporter of, uh, you know, wartime secrets or Cold Wartime secrets. He goes back and forth from Russia, and he's getting sort of missives from this dude pretty high up in the Russian government who is trying to prevent nuclear war and, you know, doesn't want to see everyone destroyed and is not quite a defector but doesn't believe in you know the mutually assured destruction that was definitely a threat at the time I this film was I'm not the target audience for this film I don't think I don't know 100% who is I do feel like it is aimed at a slightly older audience of the films that are you know we've seen spy type thrillers over and over and over again and this isn't a big action spy thriller this is more kind of quite reserved a British spy thriller you know I've seen this type of movie a million times before I think this is a average to decent type of this movie but it is not something that was particularly riveting to me as someone who is not necessarily you know inherently interested in this topic I do think the thing that stood out the most to me is that it's not a like a bad guys they're clearly the bad guys and you know this is the, the good guys that are good a lot of it centers around the relationship between Benedict Cumberbatch's character and the Soviet officer that is feeding him information played by Marav Ninids I'm probably saying that wrong but like I liked that you know, it's trying to show like, hey, people are people and just because you're a part of a bad, in quotes, or opposing even organization doesn't mean that you are inherently a bad person. Okay, fine. You know, I think it's a, a slightly more enlightened view about it. I guess, though, I am also currently experiencing just a, a mega drain on my mental and personal resources, uh, given everything that's going on in the world right now, all of the hate crimes being committed against the Asian community. And so going into this film, I don't know if I was in a receptive headspace to be like, yes, the other side can be human. Um, and, and, you know, it has nothing to do with necessarily the exact content of this film, but I just... Maybe I was in the mood for like a black and white sort of the bad guys are the bad guys and the good guys are the good guys and have at and good triumphs over evil. I I don't feel like sympathizing or empathizing with, quote, the other side right now. But that's a personal place that I'm in and I don't know if that's going to impact other people considering watching the film. So the question is, should you watch the film? Debatable. I think this is a dad film for me. I would recommend this to like my father probably who likes spy stuff and, you know, I think he likes more of like the Tom Clancy stuff but this this I think would you know if my father and my mother I think they both would appreciate this so maybe if you're a little bit older you know if you lived through the Cold War this might be more interesting to you but if you are looking for something a little more exciting and riveting I don't know if this is going to be it the sec again the second half of it I think is stronger that is where they're sort of focusing on their relationship I got the sense at one point this was considering trying to be like an awards film because there are some sequences with Benedict Cumberbatch like acting uh, and one of my biggest complaints about the film is I was like oh 
you know, obviously Benedict Cumberbatch is just an average salesman. There's no sort of twist or surprise there. Spoilers, but this is based on a true story, so not that much of a spoiler. But there are moments where his character is obviously having to lie because he is, you know, he's not maybe fully aware of the job he's doing, but he is aware that he is in Russia on a mission. And he's too good of an actor for what his character should be able to do. So he's very much acting like innocent in certain points. And I'm like, oh, you actually come off as innocent because you are Benedict Cumberbatch and you are too good of an actor? your character would be worse in this moment because your character is not a trained actor if that makes sense so that I like that I think those types of moments sort of permeated throughout the film Rachel Brosnahan from Marvel's Mrs. Maisel is in it she's fine I'm not a huge fan of her but she you know this is a period piece and I do think she fits period piece well Jesse Buckley plays Benedict Cumberbatch's wife I, there I think was more that could have been told with that story that I was maybe a little bit interested in she gets a couple moments that I was like okay you know stiff off her lip yeah British wife blah blah I could have seen more coming out of that, but overall, it's it's like a it's a fine film. I'm not suggesting you run out and watch it. You know, maybe this is one that if it was on like HBO Max or Netflix or something like that in a couple months, that would be it. But if if you are maybe looking for something to recommend to your parents, this could be a good recommendation. I personally am only going to give it 3.2 out of five, but I think that's actually not like a terrible rating. I've seen much much worse things this year. I just you know it didn't grab me. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. The other film I have this week is called Land. It is the directorial debut and stars Robin Wright, who you might know from House of Cards or The Princess Bride, really where I kind of know her from, or Wonder Woman even. I watched this during Sundance. So I watched a lot of films in a very short amount of time. So they all kind of blurred together. I do think this is one of the better films I saw during Sundance, but I did not have the greatest of Sundance experiences in terms of quality. I don't know if it's just because films were afraid to enter this year because it was a virtual festival and they just, you know, they didn't want to risk their chance at distribution. This already had a distributor, which I think sort of helps, but also puts it in a different category, right? Because it's like, okay, well, you are, quote, good enough to already be picked up. A lot of films go into Sundance trying to find a distributor. But anyway, so Robin Wright is basically, she's a woman on her own. She moves into the middle of the wilderness to be alone. I I was like, is this basically Nomadland in a cabin where you're just sort of trying to get away from everyone? I don't think Nomadland is actually about getting away from everyone because she does have her sort of community that she interfaces with every once in a while. This is very much like, leave me alone. And you end up finding out why she wants that later in the film. It's not that much later. It's actually very early on. She ends up running into a character played by Damien Beecher, who sort of becomes part of her life. It's her, I think, sort of learning to interface with a person, at least again. This is also one where I'm like, I don't know if... I don't know if this is, I mean, again, at the time of watching it, I was like, well, this is better than a few of the other things I've seen, but that's not saying much. It's a little bit depressing. It's certainly dealing with grief. That's not a spoiler. That's very early on, clearly sort of established. I think it's probably pretty much in the trailers. It's a beautiful film. I, you know, it's, it's in the wilderness. It, even though I've been sort of cooped up and uh, don't want to be alone right now, I was like, oh, I could go to a cabin alone a little bit. I, this is a spoiler for WandaVision, the end of WandaVision, but there was a moment at the end of the very end of uh, the last episode of WandaVision where I was like, oh, is this land? You know, because Wanda goes to a cabin. I wanted to go on the journey with this character. I felt like because the character was so closed off, I don't know, I, I always find the trope of a character, you know, being super closed off and then, you know, a man coming into their life, making 
making them realize that they can and and uh, I feel like I'm implying something more than is there but just just really you know why couldn't it have been a, a woman that she ran into who helped her reestablish that like hey people are worth connecting with but you know, I, th- I think I think it's fine right the performances are fine it's not I, I think Nomadland again is very tonally similar I think Nomadland is a little more of an interesting sort of character study maybe just because it has more characters but uh, I don't know I I mean I do know I feel like the story is uh, average honestly the performances elevate the film a little bit but it's not exceptional but it's not bad right and and these days that is probably almost the best I can ask for out of a film right now which is kind of depressing Uh, well so is this film so all of that being said if you are in a headspace right now where you are okay with and comfortable with a journey that is a little more grim and a little more sort of self-reflective and going to take you into a slightly darker place and you're okay with it not being the most well-executed version of that but you're just looking for something for maybe like introspection or something along those lines this could be a fine film for you if none of that sounded appealing to you I don't feel strongly enough about this film to be like no you should really give it a chance there's really something there that you should dig into so I personally am only going to give it 2.9 out of 5 I do think that as far as directing goes that Robin Wright it's a little weird because she was directing herself for a lot of it and there aren't a lot of characters in this so I'm like "Uh, how much of a but I, I you know I would be interested to see where her voice evolves as a director that has been it for this episode thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed it we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.